So we thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, dear Lord, being a provider for us. Dear Lord, have your way in this service. Have your way, dear Lord. We thank you for the blessings of the young people today, our youth as well as our, our babies, dear Lord, who will be giving you praise through song today, dear Lord. We just thank you, dear Lord. We thank you for what you're doing, dear Lord. And we thank you for what we know you will do. For those who are in need of comfort, we ask that you provide them comfort. For those who are sick, dear Lord, we ask that you provide healing. For those in need of a financial breakthrough, dear Lord, we ask that you supply their needs. Dear Lord, we just thank you. We welcome your holy presence this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.
Serve a God. He is the only one. He is the holy one. Repeat after me. 
worship experience lift every voice and sing we'll lift that together with this with our wonderful singers and then you got some other special treats that were going to happen in this service as we salute our history our heritage but let's sing together along with our singers lift every voice and sing
kind of get ready now to move in prayer. And if you desire special prayer, you can certainly come and gather around the altar because we know that the Bible says men and women ought always to pray and to pray without ceasing. So come on to the altar if you so desire. If you want to kneel at the altar, you can certainly have that as an option as well as we want to go to God in prayer, in hope. Even during this time, if there's persons who uh, want to join church, give your life to Christ, you can do that right now. We'd love to have you as a part of our family. And after we have finished this prayer, our doors are open for you. Typically, you come to a church and they would do this at the end of service. We do it in the beginning and the end and in the middle. So whatever you want to make a decision, we don't want you to hesitate, procrastinate, vacillate, but today can be the day of your breakthrough, of your breakout, 
of your break up with Satan. We're breaking up with Satan and we're going on to a new place where God can indeed do great things. I'm lifting you up, Brother Ron, and your family I see there, tragically in your family, but we know God is able. He's going to give you, give you comfort for such a time as this. Son killed in gun violence. Friday, right? And we pray for this family. And we pray for all families who are here today. Even families in this place, and you know the pain of gun violence. You felt it in your own families. But we know God is able. And God can move. God can deliver. Brother Edmund Ellerby, come on to the pulpit. I want you to come because you have a passion for our streets. And I want you to just cover this group in prayer. Let the redeemer of the Lord say so. Father God, we thank thee for this day. We praise you, we glorify you, and we honor you. We thank you, O oh Lord, for all what you have done for us. We pray, O oh God, that thou might continue to guide us and keep us and give us what we stand in the need of. Lord, we thank thee for this day, your day, that we could give you all what you deserve because you are our God. You are the God of all of us. You are God, the God of heaven. You are the God of the earth, the maker of all things. We pray that we might continue to abide in thee and be in us, continue to guide us and keep us and give us what we stand in the need of. And, O oh Lord, we pray for this branch of Zion that we might continue to lift your word and lift your name and give you the praise and the honor. We praise you, we glorify you, and we honor you. All blessings come to thee, all glory and honor. And we pray that we might continue all these blessings we pray and ask in our gracious son's name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen and amen. Come on, let's celebrate Jesus. But if you're in this place and you already know you want to give your life to Christ, you want to join church, come meet me right now. You don't have to wait until later in the service, but you can, if you feel the knock of Jesus on your heart, Make your way in this direction. We thank God for these children, these young people. We know God is indeed able to do great things. If you're here today and you want to come, come on right now. The doors are open for you. My brother, my sister. I love you. I love you. Today can be your day. I love you, Lord, today.
Amen. Can we clap our hands one more time for the Sunday? We have a simple message on this morning that yes, Jesus loves me. Anybody know Jesus loves them? Sing it. Everybody, yes, Jesus loves me. Ready, sing.
Come on, let's salute these our sunbeams. And while we're still in that mode of celebration, don't we're going to get ready now for our dramatic presentation. And uh, our director, I see Sister Palmer back there. Do we need to give any intros? Or you can just we just turning them loose. Put your hands together for our young people. They're going to continue our education in Black History Month. Good morning, everybody. My name is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I was born January 15, 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. I first experienced segregation when I was six. My best friend was white and he told me we could no longer play together. We had to, separate, we had to attend separate schools because that was the law. When I was 15, I enrolled in Morehouse College. After graduating, I continued my education and earned a doctorate's degree at Boston University. That's when I decided I wanted to change the laws. On August 28, 1963, many people participated in, non, in my nonviolent rallies in Washington, D.C. There on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, I delivered my iconic speech, I Have a Dream. I talked about schools and I talked about highlighting the violations of our Constitution. That speech resonated nationwide and became the defending moment for our rights and the civil rights. Throughout my life, I advocated for peaceful ways to achieve justice. I gave countless speeches, organized nonviolent marches, and authored books. For all my hard work, in 1964, I was honored with the Nobel Peace Prize. In the March of 1965, I led thousands of nonviolent demonstrators 54 miles to Montgomery, Alabama, in hopes of getting the law changed so blacks could vote. We crossed the Edmund, Edmund Puttich Bridge. Upon our arrival, we were confronted by violent police, but I refused to be turned around and continue for what I believed in. After several attempts, we made it to Montgomery, Alabama with the protection of the National Guard troops. There, on April 24, 1968, I was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee. I was only 39 years old. Let us remember that the dream of equality, unity, and justice lives on. May we continue to strive for a world where love triumphs over hate and where every person's dignity is respected. I have a dream. Color of our skin, but by the content of our character. I have a dream today. dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist My name is Garen Augustus Morgan. I was born on March 4th, 1877 in Paris, Kentucky. I called myself the Black Edison and lived much of my life in Ohio. 
One of my first inventions involved the sewing machine. I obtained a patent for improving sewing machine and opened my own repair business. In 1909, I opened a tarot shop with my second wife, Mary. I encountered wool and fabric that had been scorched by a sewing machine needle. In hopes of alleviating the problem, I experimented with a chemical solution in, in an effort to reduce friction created by the needle and noticed that the hairs of the cloth were straightened. I quickly established the G.A. Morgan Hair Refining Company and sold the cream to African Americans. The company was incredibly successful. In 1914, I created a breathing device or safety hood, providing its wearers with a, safety, a safer breathing experience in the presence of smoke, gases, and other pollutions. My breathing device later provided the blueprint for World War I gas masks. The invention earned me the first, the first prize at the second international exposition of the safety and sanitation in New York City. In 1923, I invented a safer traffic light. My traffic signal featured a warning light to alert drivers that they would need to stop. My name is Kentonji Brown Jackson. I was born on September 14, 1970 in Washington, D.C. and raised in Miami, Florida. I attended Palmetto Senior High School where I distinguished myself as a champion debater. I won the, I won the national oratory title at the National Catholic Forensic League Championships in New Orleans during my senior year in 1988. I graduated from Palmetto as senior class president. I received my undergraduate in legal education at Harvard University. I graduated from Harvard Law School in 1996 with a Juris Doctor Cum Laude. I served as an editor of the Harvard Law Review and clerked for Justice Stephen Breyer, whose seats I later assumed on the Supreme Court from 2010 to 2014. I was the Vice Chairwoman of the United States Sentencing Commission in 2013. President Barack Obama appointed me as a district judge for the United States District Court for the District of Columbia, where I served until 2021 since 2016. I have been a member of the Harvard Board of Overseers. I am the first black woman and the first former federal public defender to serve on the Supreme Court. I was nominated to the Supreme Court by President Joe Biden on February 25, 2022, confirmed by the United States Senate and sworn into office that same year. I am Reverend Dr. Donald Duena Warner. I was born on March 1st, 1933 in Cresmont, Pennsylvania. I graduated from high school and then joined the United States Marine Corps. After service, I attended Temple University and graduated with a major in English. I attended graduate school at Temple University but left to attend a special program at Pennsylvania State University, where I earned my master's and doctorate in education. I taught high school, was a motivative director, 
vice principal, principal, and was the first black superintendent of the Red Bank Regional High School District. I established the performing arts school at Red Bank Regional High School. I taught adult Sunday school, participated in the Civil Rights Movement, attended on the March on Washington in 1963, and served as a chairman of the Board of Trustees in Bipdale Community College, where I was honored with the Donald D. Warner Student Life Center. After I retired from the Red Bank High School District, I earned a degree in theology and Christian education at Princeton Theological Seminary and served as a pastor of Pilgrim Baptist Church in Red Bank. I have authored several books. I have preached and recited my poetry for the First Baptist Church of Highland Park. Church of Highland Park. My name is Dr. Cyan Proctor, and I'm a geoscience professor, an artist, and an astronaut. In 2021, I made history as the first African American woman to pilot a spacecraft, the SpaceX Inspiration 4. I am also the first female and the first African-American commercial astronaut spaceship pilot and the only African-American woman to ever be a mission pilot. I believe that we can all use our unique strengths and passion to inspire ourselves and others. Good morning, church. My name is Vivian Thomas. I'm an African-American lab supervisor who developed a procedure to treat blue baby syndrome. Blue baby syndrome is a condition where newborn babies have bluishness in their bodies owing to congenital heart diseases. I attended Tennessee Agricultural and Industrial College. I struggled hard to emerge as one of the leading cardiac surgeon pioneers of my time. Notice how I didn't say popular. I worked as assistant to Alfred Baylock, a famous surgeon at Vanderbilt University and later John Hopkins University. I supervised surgical laboratories at John Hopkins for nearly 35 years. Though I supervised multiple heart surgeries and taught various world-famous surgeons, I was never allowed to operate on living human beings directly as I didn't have the necessary qualifications or credentials. I started doing my own surgery on animals. During the first successful blue baby procedure, I was sitting over Dr. Blaylock the instructional supervisor of surgery. I taught him how to do the surgery. He was given the credit, I wasn't. I did ground, groundbreaking research on traumatic shock and crush syndrome. In 1964, I delved another surgery technique to help improve blood circulation in patients. I even wrote my own biography and it was aired on HBO. In 1976, the university finally presented me with the honorary doctorate of law, not a medical doctorate. But I was finally appointed as the instructor of surgery. Can we, can we all stand and hold hands for another song together?
come on, let's give these young people, we've learned something today. You can go to your seats. We're going to turn our attention to the screens and hear this week's highlights from the Hill at this time. Father Blaine and media team. It goes to five. Welcome to, welcome to the park. First Baptist. Welcome to the park. Highland Park. Greetings, First Baptist. Welcome to another wonderful service here at the park. I'm Tabitha Jameson, here to bring you this week's highlights from the hill. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park's Women's Ministry will host a vacation taking a luxury coach bus to see the live production of Daniel at the Sight and Sound Theater in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Thursday, October 3rd, with lunch at Sadie Maple Smorgasbord. The cost is $164 per person, and the first deposit of $82 is due Sunday, April 14th. Final payment is due Sunday, August 4th. Bus seats offered first to First Baptist Church of Highland Park members until Sunday, April 14th. For more information, send an email to womenministry at fbhp.org. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park's Business by the Book class registration are now open. Classes will be Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. starting March 28th. Each class session will cover key aspects of business operation from a biblical perspective and require weekly homework. Students must attend at least seven classes to graduate and receive a certificate of completion. For more information, contact the facilitators Deborah Jackson and or James Silver at bbb-ministry at fbhp.org. Parents slash guardians, it is time again to submit your young scholar's name, mailing address, GPA, and a copy of their report card, or award certificate for the first and second quarters of 2023-2024 school year, grades K through 12. Please email your information to Veronica Ronnie Price at vprice at fbhp.org. All information must be submitted by 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, March 3rd. Award recognition letters and rewards will be mailed to each recipient. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park Discipleship Ministry is offering small group Bible classes using the Navigator's 2.7 series, Growing Strong in God's Family. You may register at fbhp.org or call the church administrative office. Join the plug every first Thursday of the month where we discuss a variety of topics including finances, relationships, careers, and school while applying basic biblical principles, all while connecting young adults for his glory. Girl Scout cookies. Mm-mm. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park Girl Scouts will have a cookie booth near the bookstore after church services each Sunday in February, the first Saturday and Sunday and second Sunday in March. Did you get that? Good. Some of the proceeds for the cookie sales will be used to help with the supplies and educational trips, particularly the educational trip to Europe 2025. You have a special order request? Wonderful. Reach out to Jane McRae. She can't wait to see you. Thank you for all that you do for the Girl Scouts. And that wraps up this week's Highlights from the Hill. Did you miss anything? No worries. You can find all that information and more on our website at www.fbhp.org or on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, or X. 
This week's highlights are brought to you by the Connections Team. And just in case you forgot, it's not your average church bulletin. Bye. Have a blessed week. Holy Ghost of God, Also, this week is our book fair. You can, the Highland Park Christian Academy Scholastic Book Fair is taking place all week long from 9 to 4. And on Wednesday, they will be here until 7 p.m. Uh, you can come to, in the evening and even head to our Wednesday in the Word. All the proceeds are going to go to our Highland Park Christian Academy. And so we invite you to do and share with that even this week. I want to thank our women who led us in our morning glory prayer on yesterday, as well as our grocery and food distribution team. Uh, we were able to feed more than 90 households on yesterday. And again, we're so appreciative of everyone who helped and all the things going on in the life of our campus and on our grounds. We're certainly grateful for each of you. If you are a first-time guest here at Highland Park, you can only be a first-timer one time. And if that is the case, won't you stand if you are a first-timer here at Highland Park. Come on, let's give a great hand. Delighted to have you sharing with us. Thank you for being with us. If you're sitting around any of our first-timers, please reach across and welcome them as they go back to their seats and greet them with the joy of the Lord. We're delighted and excited to have you sharing. You can go to your seats. If you are a returning guest, we are excited to have you as well. And anyone who might be returning, would you stand so that we can say God bless you and welcome back. Amen. Thank you for coming back and seeing us again. Again, the invitation will be extended and can persons can come and be sure that you are in right relationship with God. We've added some things to service, and so we're going to have our voices of hope singers to come. They're going to bless us in their own way musically. Then we share the gospel message. Come on, let's give our young people a great hand.
us pray. Lord, we thank you that we can say yes to you. Yes, Lord. We pray now, Holy Spirit, that you would have your way in this place, that you would save the lost, that you would encourage those in the faith so that we might be stronger, wiser, even in the days to come. Holy Spirit, speak through me. Use me as an instrument in your hand. Think with my mind and speak with my voice. And allow more of you to be seen and heard and less of me. Hide me behind the cross. Because without the cross, we would be lost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, let's clap those hands together in the joy of the Lord. We stand if we can as we honor the word of the Lord. Samisha, you all and your team did a great job yesterday morning and our morning glory. I certainly appreciate you and all the persons who participated on yesterday. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12, is where we turn our spotlight and certainly certainly pray for those who are in worship today as we deal with all that we deal with in our society and world and even as we make our way to worship. Matthew chapter 12 picking up the reading at verse number 43 reading several verses through 45 the New Living Translation Matthew's chapter 12 43 through 45. That's okay. You're, at least I know you're trying to get to the scripture. Amen. And I see you got a birthday this week too. I'm doing wonderful. You good, man. You good. How you know that's okay. But you got it. You got it. Matthew 12, 43. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest, but finding none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds his former home empty, swept, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. Thus far, the words of God. You may go to your seats around the building. I want to come back to verse number 44, which says in the New Living Translation, then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and in order. I want to talk in this service from the theme, when the house is in order. When the house, and you can make it personal, when my house is in order. Because you can't get other houses straight. Huh? I got to get my own house. When the house is in order. 
how do I get order? Order through prayer, order through the realization, understanding that I don't have answers, but God does. The sense of order, the sense of direction and protection. This passage is, is an interesting one because it looks at what can happen and what a clean house looks like. Last night, I looked at it from one perspective because I talked about the fact that some of us can look cleaned up but not be cleaned up. Let that, let that resonate. Some persons, because we are persons who are concerned about how I look on the outside. But at the end of life, you do not get into heaven because of a fashion show. That's why, that's why when we get to uh, resurrection weekend, resurrection, resurrection weekend here is on a fifth weekend. And so this year, and you know at Highland Park, fifth weekends are faith strong weekends, which are casual weekends. That's going to be our emphasis this year. We're not dressing up for Easter. The dressing up is not on the outside, but the dressing up must be on the inside. Come on, somebody. So that's how we're going. That's how we're going to do. Somebody, we already have one of our brothers. He's already modeling the faith strong hoodie. Stand up, stand up, my friend. Just stand right up. I want you to just stand up. You, yes. He, he doesn't even realize. It's just natural. Spin around. Spin around. Spin all the way around. Keep, keep coming. Yeah. That is Easter dress. 2024 at Highland Park. Because sometimes, you know, there are persons who will gauge their faith only on the outside. God is concerned about the inside. And once I can get my inside right, then we can deal with the outside. That's what we're going to do. When the house is in order, and we want to get the house in order, and we want to get the house in order, through prayer, praise, and worship. All of those critical areas in terms of how I come to worship. The first thing I'm going to talk about in this service is the empty heart can be filled by Jesus and nothing else. That's right, that's right. When you feel emptiness, emptiness cannot be filled by anything else. And you can fill in the blank. There's a whole lot of blanks, and we've tried them, and they have come up blank. Trying to fill in the blanks with blanks. Matter of fact, we, we put it this way. How can uh, a dead battery give, uh, how can a weak battery give a dead battery a jump? I know, I know, I know. We, we got some Tesla people in here. And you're hybrid and you no longer need all of that. But even this, in a, several weeks ago, they realized that these persons who had gone electric and they, they realized because of the cold temperatures and unable to charge their batteries, 
Here you are with an expensive vehicle, but no ability to charge your battery. I need to tell somebody today in this house and online that you need to make sure that you can get a spiritual charge. How do I get it? I get it through prayer, get it through reading the word of God, hiding the word of God in my heart. And so an empty heart can be filled by Jesus and nothing else. Don't even try it. I know you might have, some of you might have tried it, but the only way to do it is through Jesus. The second thing in this service, an evil spirit will never truly be at rest. You got an evil spirit, you're never going to find rest. I don't care where you go, you could drink it, smoke it, fill in all the other blanks, you still can't find rest. Rest is in Jesus. Matter of fact, you look at it this way that rest and peace, many times we talk about, let me have a peaceful sleep, a restful night. And, and many times we cannot get to rest because of confusion. God is not, a, is not the author of confusion. Here's the other thing we're going to look at today. Spiritual warfare is real. Let me say that again. Spiritual warfare is real. You talk about, you, you're looking at the devil and, you know, is he, is he red and does he have a horn and a pitchfork and all that trying to figure out? Spiritual warfare is real. Everybody in here from the pulpit to the door, from the ceiling to the floor. Come on, somebody. We will deal with spiritual warfare. You're at war. You're at war. And the devil wants to win the war. But God has given you the victory. Hallelujah. And so we can look the devil in his face and celebrate the greatness of God. Let's, let's, let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. Matthew 12, 1244 is our focus. When the house is in order. The heart, the empty heart can be filled by Jesus and nothing else. See, where there is emptiness, we try to fill emptiness with something. That something must be Jesus. Okay, 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 okay. Let me let me talk to this side. I'm, 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 uh, you need to realize. Here's here's the realization. When you are trying to find something to deal with something that's the emptiness in your life, I want to say to you, Jesus is the answer. You know, you hear, you hear you hear this statement. As long as you believe in something, uh uh-uh. uh. You can believe in something to go to hell. And because we want the gospel, the gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. And so when you look at this empty heart, 
And of course, in verse number 44, it, it says that uh, this, this spirit has come to this place. Verse 4, is that I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds his former home empty, swept in order. Now, when he left, he might have left with confusion. He comes back, he finds it clean. Just because you get your life and you, you're on the right road, you're doing better than you, you should have been doing, understand the devil is not through. All he's going to do is take a step back, analyze the situation, and then come back. And he's coming back with a more fury. Because I came the first time, and I didn't bring enough. I didn't bring enough artillery. I, I, didn't, I didn't come with enough energy. But when I come next time, Jason, I'm coming. And when I come this time, I'm, I'm going to bring my boys with me. And we're going to come and try to wreak havoc in your life. What you're doing right now, you're getting your house ready. You're getting it, you're getting it ready. You're getting it ready. It's like, it's like when Katrina, uh, happened in New Orleans and the levees broke. It's not that they did not have levees. They did not have enough levees to be able to get ready for the fury of what was about to come. When you see the times when, when a prediction is coming of bad weather and they tell persons, now is the time to get ready. See, see, it's coming. The forecast has already said it's coming. You don't start getting ready after it starts. You start getting ready when the sky is still clear. Come on, somebody. See, somebody, right now you have a clear sky. And see, we wait, Latrice, sometimes what we do, we wait until the war has begun. And then once the war has begun, Delma, then we say, let me get ready. No, you need to get ready while the sky is clear. While you got a moment. Come on, somebody. Matter of fact, you talk about spring cleaning, getting ready for the spring. It's best, it's best to do it when you got a little time on your hands to get ready. What am I going to do with this time? What am I going to do with this space? I'm going to spend it in prayer. I'm going to get myself anchored up so when when the challenge comes, I'm ready. Our ancestors understood challenges. They understood it. Ripped from their homeland of Africa on plantations. And even when they were fighting for voting rights and they were, they were burning churches, and lynching black folk because of the idea of freedom. They understood danger. They understood it. And so, and so, because they saw so much death around them. So they did not have to be surprised when challenges showed up. He says he returns, finds the former home empty, swept, and in order. And then, of course, he's not satisfied. 
He's not satisfied. Devil's never going to be satisfied. And as long as you're trying to go from one degree of grace to another, he will never be satisfied. You know he's coming. And when he does come, I want to be ready. I want to be built up in the faith. I want to be anchored. The second thing you need to know is the evil spirit will never truly be at rest. Some of y'all know some evil folk. Huh? You know some evil folk. Some of you know them in your family. They might be your kin, but, but they're but they evil. You know, you know, you know they're evil. You, you, know, you know that you, they, might be, you, they might be your color, but they're not your kind. And you know that if you turn your back on them, they will talk about you like a dog. And they're your blood. Come on, somebody. Evil spirits, are, they will never be at rest. They will never find peace. The scripture says that. I'm, I'm not making it up. It's right here in verse number 43. It says, it says, it says very clearly. It says, when the, an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert, seeking rest, but finding none. One of the points that I made in my sermon last night is that the evil spirit doesn't even know where to go to get rest. Don't even know where to go. The evil spirit is in a desert place. A desert place is a dry place. What does Jesus represent? Jesus represents water. Water represents life. Desert represents death. I was just, I was just in Phoenix, Arizona this week and, uh, uh, in Phoenix, you know, you, you'll see cactus because cactus can thrive in a dry place. But a cactus is not the kind of plant that you can hug. If you bump up against a cactus, <laughs> it's going to, it's going to, it's going to prick you. It's going to sting you. It's not lush. It's not soft. That's what grows in a dry place. When you talk about Jesus, you talk about water and life. Now, what is unusual is that when here I am in, in, in desert Arizona, but I see people with green grass. Green grass in desert Arizona. Let me, let me, let me, I, I want you to, I'm seeing sand, mountains, cactus, and then I see green grass. The first thing I want to find out, is the grass real? One instance, I found that the grass was green, but it was artificial. So at a distance, both of the lawns looked the same, but one lawn was artificial and the other was real. 
But in order for them to have green grass in desert Arizona, they need water and lots of it. So the green grass real is a representation of wealth. In order for me to be in a desert place, but I have a perfectly manicured green lawn, is because I have access to water. Here's what I want to help somebody with. You could be in a spiritual dry place. But even in my spiritual dry place, as long as I have access to water, and Jesus says, I am the water. I've, I've, I've come, I've come to bring life to that which is dry. That's what the text is telling me. Spirit leaves, trying to find rest, finds none because he doesn't find water. All right, all right. Y'all got that, right? Don't have to work, I don't have to work too hard on that one. Okay, okay. So, so, it, so the evil spirit, if you are ruled by evil spirit, you will not find rest. You're not going to find it. Folk with an evil spirit, they bring unrest. When they show up, hide your money. Put your keys away. We, when I went to college, uh, uh, my brothers and I, we wanted to make sure that when we, we knew how to drive a stick shift when we were in college. And we, you know, it's, it's the uh, it's late 70s, 80s. And so we wanted to make sure we knew how to drive a stick shift because we figured that one of the things you happen, and anybody been to college, you, you're always going to get this, can I borrow your car? We wanted a stick shift. <laughs> because the stick shift would eliminate some folk even asking you that question. Can I borrow your car? I got a stick. Can you ride that? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. The point of it is, is Satan is always trying to figure out access into your life. What door can I get in? And once I get in, I'm here to do some damage. I'm here to do Butch, I was talking about you in first service today because Butch had a tragic car accident, totaled his vehicle, but he's here today. His car looked like a, a sardine can, but he's in, the, in worship. God is great. He might have a cane, but I'm glad he's alive. And I, I know I see you over there. You, you came through it too. You came through it too. But we know it. We know that God can bring us through difficult situations. difficult, hard. Some of you know something about a hard life. You know something about going through a challenge. But you don't look like what you've been through. You don't look like what you're going through. Because when you look to the hills from whence comes your help, you know your help comes from the Lord. 
nothing but Jesus. If I didn't have Jesus, I'd be a mess. But with Jesus, all things are pop. Do I have a witness in here? You ought to give God some praise when you think about the goodness. Here's my last point. Here's my last point. Spiritual warfare is real. And can only be overcome by the power of God. Power of God can help you to overcome no matter what the challenge might be. What happens? Verse 45 said, then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself. Got some hardcore evil. And they all enter the person. And they don't, they don't come as visitors, but they want to come and live. So the person is worse off than before. And that will be the experience of this evil generation. But that's the evil generation. If you are a child of God, when he comes back, you'll be ready for it. You will come through. Give God some praise in here. You will smile in the face of a challenge. I will lift up my hands. I will give God the glory. He's a mighty good God. Oh, yes, he is. Can I get a witness in here? You love Jesus. Not ashamed of him. I will praise his name. I'll lift up my hands. I'll give God the glory. Bless my family. Bless my finances. Bless my future. I put it in your hands. I'm thanking God. I want to get this house in order. Because I don't know what the Lord has in store for me. But whatever you have for me. Here I am. I turn it over to you. Is there anybody here today? I'm putting it in your hands. You're a miracle worker. You're the, you're the beginning and the end. The first and the last. I love you, Lord, because you heard my cry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and praise him. Come on and praise him. Come on, come on, come on, come on. When the house is in order. And as I said, you don't want fake order. You don't want surface order. But you want order that is deep. So that you can be like the palm tree. You can bend, but I'm not going to break. I'm going to bend, but I'm coming back. Come on. I, I, I feel like I feel like Ali and Foreman. Come on. I'm a bend, but I'm not going to break. Come on, somebody. And if I go down, I'm going to get back up again. But I'm going to get back up again with power, with love, with thanksgiving. Do you love him? I got to praise him while I have a chance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to make sure that our houses are in order. We know what disorder is like. 
Huh? Do I got some witnesses in here? We know what disorder looks like. We know what confusion looks like. But if you're in a place, in a confusing place, I want you to know God loves you. God has a plan for you. And the best is yet to come. Hallelujah. 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 I want every head to bow, every eye to close. I want you to repeat these words of this prayer. God, I come in Jesus' name. I confess that I've sinned and come short of your glory. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I believe you died for my sins, got up from the grave, and coming back again. Today, Jesus, I give my life to you, and I promise to follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's clap those hands together. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time in your life, let me see your hand. If you played, prayed that prayer, you said it from your lips, but you meant it from your heart, just lift that hand. When you lift that hand, you are telling the devil, hands off my future. I thank God. I see those hands up there. I see those hands over there. Won't you just gather your belongings and come meet me? I want to shake that hand and celebrate you. I want to give you some information because your house is getting ready to have a do-over. Your, your house. I see you coming. Come on. Others who want to come, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's your day. And if you're near somebody, you say, you know, you need to be walking with me. Come on. Let's, let's do it together. Let's do it together. I'm, I'm not going to just think about it. I'm going to be about it. Come on, Highland Park. You ought to be heavenly happy. Heavenly happy. Heavenly happy. I, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. God is great. We're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. We're glad. Y'all sisters best friends. Come on, you going right, right this way. Right this way. Right this way. Man, you're doing the right thing. If somebody else, somebody else, I prayed that prayer too. And I want to make sure I'm right. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Stand with me. You all. Somebody else that wants to say yes to the Lord today. Stand up, step out, step around. This is your day, your time. Come on, come on. You all. Ah. Need you to survive. You all. To me. Hold up some more. I want to see the hands of one hand of everybody in this building who is saved. I've given my life to you. Hold it up, keep it up. Don't put it halfway up, put it all the way up. If you are a member of this church or some other church where you are going, growing, and active, put that other hand in the air right now. On the count of three, we're gonna put those hands together. But if there's somebody around you who has one hand up, no hands up, 
I want you to use your hand and say, come on, let's make a move for Jesus. One, two, three. Put those hands together. You can say to young people, but if you're near somebody, lean over to them right now. Say, come on, come on. I, I see you're struggling with it, and I want to make myself available for you. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on, young people. Your day, your time, your moment. praying for you. Pray for me. I love you. Let's all stand. That might help somebody to get out of the road so they don't have to work their way over you. Come on. I need you. Survive. Pray for you. I love you. Survive. Won't hurt you. Words from my mouth. I love you. Pray for you. Pray for me. Put your hands together as we celebrate decisions today. You can go to your seats. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our bookstore is open. You can certainly go by there. Anniversaries this weekend. Or this week and you're in worship, won't you stand? Anniversaries, anniversaries. How about a birthday? Birthday today. No, I see you. Birthday, Delma, today's your birthday. Yeah, Delma Davis. And I called your name today too, Delma. Happy birthday to you. If your birthday was yesterday, stand up. If your birthday is tomorrow, stand up. Okay, player. If your birthday... Stand up, your birthday's this week. I said, I'm getting it this week. That's all I'm saying. You can stand up now. Up top, happy birthday, happy birthday. Dr. Warner, who was depicted today, 91 on Friday. All right, all right. Huh? Your birthday, 28, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Our late pastor, Pastor McCord, his birthday was February the 29th. And uh, so, you know, he was only about 17 when he died. <laughs> Amen. So, birthday was on the 29th. So he just had to, had to just celebrate it, you know. Amen. But we certainly thank God. Tabitha, you, you ready? Tabitha's always ready. Tabitha is a student. She's a second year at Bowie State University, and she's always writing poetry. And uh, I had Dr. Warner give up his poem last night. We've been doing different. And so Tabitha is going to come. And uh, come on, Tabitha. We're, we're, I got a microphone for you. Amen. 
Where's the microphone for her? Amen. Which one can I use? All right, there we go. And go ahead and give us, I know, you, I know it's good, Tabitha. I don't have to screen your stuff. Amen. Some folks, I got to screen them. Amen. But go ahead, Tabitha, what you got on your playlist today and your catalog? Well, some of you have already heard the poem. Um, I did it in the Black History Program. And um, it's called Stand Up, My Story Ends Good. Stand up or give up. You choose. The simple reality is there's always a fight. Whether we in the street getting beat till we see the light, some get beaten and have no sight. Or we in the fields picking cotton. And for women, well, we're getting raped, but our mouths are supposed to stay taped. I'm getting deep, but so was the cuts from getting whipped. So was the shackles when we were property and got shipped. Stay with me because I need to paint a picture. Our reality is we look to scripture just to live another day. Tabitha, what image are you trying to convey? Police are people we're supposed to look up to. Instead, we're saying stay away. They tell us we have one option, give up. It's either that or a lineup, police yelling hands up. Come on, young brother, stand up. To the mothers, keep singing, chubba don't last always. And sisters, wipe your tears. It's time for you to give God the praise. It's a deep road to recovery, but it's a longer road of discovery. Stand up or give up. You choose. We call him Mr. I Have a Dream. Martin Luther King is the name. We call her Miss Sat in the Front of the Bus. Yes, Rosa Parks is the name. We call him Mr. Let's Start Some Good Trouble. Oh, wait, that was Congress John Lewis. We call her Miss Underground Railroad. If they ask, Harriet Tubman is the name. We call him Mr. First Black President, President Barack Obama. Oh, yeah, say his name. These are the names in our history, so I'm trying to figure out what seems to be the mystery. The truth is I am black history. We are black history. Well, the song says, I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. For his eyes is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Who is he? Well, I know him as my savior, and I know him as my king. They say it's in the system. I say it's all in wisdom. Who is he, you ask? I call him Mr. Trouble Don't Last Always. I call him my lily in the valley. I call him my tear wiper. I call him my promise keeper. It's okay because First Baptist today, I came to get a little deeper. Some know him as the one that can make a way out of no way. I know him as the son of the living God, and I know him as King Jesus. So my statement remains, stand up or give up. You choose. But while you're deciding, look around because the shackles couldn't hold you. I'm starting to learn that through life, there's always a chain to be broken. We are standing as a living testimony that God has spoken. Through the breath in our body to the scars of our past, I choose to stand up. So I ask, stand up or give up. You choose. Thank you, Tabitha. 
And with that, it's offering time. Come on, ushers. We're going to get ready to give, and we're going to give, and we're going to be ready to go. Amen. That was awesome. 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 If you want an envelope, just lift your hand. Our ushers will come to you. Uh, ushers, you'll see them with hands up. Amen. Back there on the riser. Rob, we got that on that sign. Okay. Here's another one. We are tithing church. We give that first tenth to God. And, of course, some of you are giving additional gifts, our 365 gift plus one. Amen. Some of you owe a dollar. Amen. You gave 365. You just got to give a dollar. Amen. We're going to give if we give unto the Lord. And certainly we're grateful to, because we know every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. You can get your envelope, fill it out, fill it up. And of course, if you need an ATM, need cash, and you have cash in your account, go out the rear doors to your left. And don't leave your card in the ATM. Amen. Got to say that. Some of will put the card in, leave the card in. All right, let's get ready to give. If you have your gift, your giving apparatus, won't you lift it up? We want to pray over it and you. Dear God, thank you for the opportunity, the blessing to give. Bless us now in this time of giving and even those online who are partners with us. Bless them as well. Even if it is you have a desire to give more than what you're giving, at least you have a heart to give. Bless those with a heart to give. Somebody might say, my, my, my money is really challenged right through now. But God knows what's going on. And we're praying that persons would take steps of faith sacrifice even in this season of Lent. In Jesus' name, amen. You can come give it to a designated walker or bring yourself. Giving online, you can just push sin. Come on, Voices of Hope, we'll be out of here. In Dougie Fresh time, six minutes, we'll be done. Look at those faces. God bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your dedication. I was down to my last time. That's it. But Jesus stepped in right on time. So a bit sick. And I couldn't get well. And he hit my body. Now I can tell it's going to be. Jesus.
Stand, everybody. We ready to go? Those celebrating your birthdays this week, have a great birthday. Birthday, birthday today, Delma. God bless you. And certainly one. Come on, let's give our youth a hand. Youth singers, youth actors, youth ushers, youth everybody. We thank God for them. Uh, also, the trip to uh, Shady Maple, Lancaster. Is open to all men, women, couples, singles, whoever wants to go. Amen. It's open. The women's ministry is the sponsoring group, but it is open to anyone who wants to go because they're going to go eat at Shady Maple. And those of you all have been to Shady Maple, well, just uh, bring your appetite. Bring your appetite because it's always real good, real good eating. And, uh, but we're gonna, we're gonna. I think we're gonna do. A, I'm, we're gonna do a men's ministry trip, and uh, we're gonna do a men's ministry trip. I'm, I haven't, and we're gonna, we're gonna go up there and eat breakfast. Yeah, we're gonna have. A, we're gonna do a. We're gonna. I'm, 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 we're gonna have a breakfast trip. It's, we're gonna leave here real early, cause y'all eating like uh, lunch, dinner stuff. We going. We're gonna do a men's trip. I see now, sisters gonna want to come on that too. But we're going up there for breakfast. You gots to see Shady Maple breakfast. 
if you haven't seen Shady Maple Breakfast, I, okay, okay, anyway, it, you can't do it during a, the Daniel fast. Amen. <laughs> you you want to go up there with your full appetite. But anyway, want to thank everybody. Uh, any, we got all of our announcements, bookstore, uh, uh, tomorrow night. Latrice, where are you? Latrice is going to be doing our empowerment uh, uh, movement tomorrow, uh, Elevation Empowerment Network tomorrow at 6. And uh, Latrice is going to be is going to be leading. And uh, every, now, we've started curbside groceries on Wednesday after Wednesday worship. It is a big success. And uh, one to two, you can get groceries right after you leave church. And it has been a, it has been real good. They've got real good products and uh, fresh products. Uh, and I got me some grapes. I, you, you, this is my comment. I had got grapes, grits, and jelly. Grapes. <laughs> you what you get? Oatmeal. You got some berries, blueberries, frozen chicken wings, and broccoli. I mean, you can do, you can come here and eat, and then you do your grocery shopping and, and dinner. I mean, all of that. And so, come on, uh, it's it's been it's been real good. Let me send you out. It's good. Lord, we love you. We adore you. We magnify your name. Thank you for the new in our church. Bless us as we leave this place, but never your presence. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.